Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. As a young boy in Safford, Arizona growing up, I can remember ordering some baseball caps, the New York Yankees and the Montreal Expos, and I was so excited. And of course, back in those days, you get a coupon from the paper, you cut it out, and it would always say four to six weeks waiting for delivery. And I can remember as a boy going to the mailbox each day, is it there yet? Is it there yet? It seems like it took forever, but yet that's kind of the way it was. Today, there is a desire not to wait for anything, to wait for fast food, to wait that we call Amazon, and pretty much the next day or even that same day, we can get things brought right to our door. And even as a country, as we this past week, have waited for the results of an important election. It's hard for us. We're filled with anxiety, with fear, not being in control, and, and we're just not empowered, and we just don't have sometimes the patience to be able to wait. And the same thing can happen for Christians. For 2,000 years, we've been waiting for Jesus to return. And it's like, what's taking so long? Why do we have to keep waiting? And yet Jesus gives us an insight on how to wait. This end of the liturgical year is about to happen. There are 34 Sundays in the ordinary time, and we're already on the 32nd. In the coming few weeks, we're going to begin a new liturgical year with the season of Advent that leads us to the season of Christmas. But traditionally, at this time of year, especially as we read from the Gospel of Matthew, we are looking at end time. Preparing for judgment. And next year, when the new year begins, we start reading from the Gospel of Mark. In today's Gospel from Matthew, he shows us a parable that Jesus talks about. And we get a background from what weddings were like in ancient Mediterranean world in the time of Jesus. Marriages were arranged between families, and they might even be at a young age, and they would wait until that time came for them to be able to be married. And the tradition is the bride would be waiting in her own uh, family's house in the area of of her family and could be surrounded also by her bridesmaids, young girls there who would be host at a particular feast or wedding. And so they wait anxiously for the coming of the bridegroom. And when that time comes, whatever that might be, even if they're delayed, they wait And yet he comes to take his bride into his own house. Back then, families would live kind of like in compounds together, kind of all being together. And the bridesmaids would go along to host and to be able to be part of those long celebrations of a wedding. What we see in today's gospel is Jesus reminding us to a community that's anxious, saying, you said you were going to come back at any time, to be spiritually prepared. He uses the term of wise bridesmaids. The wise ones, five of them, had their oil ready. The five foolish ones did nothing but stand around. And instead of going to be able to get that oil, to be able to see clearly, they're caught short and they are not able to get into the big feast time. What's happening here then is that the oil represents a spiritual preparedness. Being prepared by Matthew telling us that the person who follows Jesus listens to the word of God and acts on it. 
That's what Christians should be doing now and every day until the time that Jesus comes. Listen to the Word of God and respond to it. And so that oil represents that preparedness to be able to see God working in their lives, to be able to see to make their way to that great feast. Why didn't the wise bridesmaids share their oil with the five foolish ones? Isn't that what Christians are supposed to do? Why aren't they sharing? Aren't they supposed to be generous? What a bad thing to do. Matthew would tell us in the parable is that one cannot share spiritual preparedness for another person. You can't do that for another person. You can't say, well, here's all my spirituality and all my belief in God and all the things I believe in God. Here you go. You can't do that to anyone. That has to be on their own. And that's why the foolish bridesmaids are the ones that are left in darkness. They've done nothing to prepare. They haven't taken the time in their busy lives to stop and listen to the Word of God and respond. So what happens is when we are like the foolish bridesmaids, we live in darkness even though we think we live in life, in light, and we miss the coming of the bridegroom, Jesus Christ. How often when we don't have our oils filled to be able to see, that we don't see Christ in one another. We judge people harshly, saying, you can't come to the table. You can't be part of a community. You can't be a real Catholic unless you meet these kind of criteria. And so we don't see God within them. Not understanding that God already loves them, but a church of some of its members who just say, we are blind, we don't see, but they don't think they're blind. How about in the midst of this whole election that we see our brothers and sisters, our fellow countrymen, our fellow parishioners, our fellow baptized Christians as the enemy, as the opponents, as people who should never, never be associated with? How many relationships need to be healed how many relationships need to be worked on during this time? I just read an article, the national article, about interviewing some Catholics in Arizona. And a grandfather right now is not allowed to see his grandchildren because of how he votes. Pride. The need to think that we're right and the other person is wrong and demonized. Either we're told to believe that way or we just automatically do that. And we are living in blindness. We think we have light. And we miss Christ knocking at the door saying, come into the feast banquet. How many times do we allow despair and hopelessness to come? How many times do we choose then to say, you know what? Life isn't worth living. And I, I want to take my own life because things aren't going the way they should be. God must be mad at me because Everything in my life seems to be falling apart. Relationships or my job. I, I feel ostracized by my family or for friends or people who ought to love me. And what's happening then is a number of people are like the foolish bridesmaids who don't take the time to fill their oil with the light of Christ, with the truth of Jesus Christ, with the message of the kingdom of God. And they walk around blind with lamps that don't work, and all they see is evil and bad person 
and anger and anxiety. That's why we're called to be the wise bridesmaids. That's why we have a light that Christ sees us so that we're not here to convert people to our way of thinking, but rather we realize that everyone is already loved by God. And part of our role is maybe to help people realize that they're loved because not everyone believes it or sees it or see it witnessed by people who claim to follow Jesus. And so whatever happens in our country, we can see that there is real division. I would choose to see it as people see a different way of how the world operates for them. It's not all wrong. But now, how do we see Christ in each other? How does our behavior not be one of cruelty, one of victory and stomping on the hopes and dreams of other people? How can we be united again without being a people, even in church, where we just say, how can anyone be a Democrat? How can anyone be a Republican? How can anyone vote that way that's opposite of me? That's foolish talk. And that's what happens when we become foolish bridemaids who will not fill the oil so that we can see Christ in each other. And so I invite you to know that the work of God's people never ends, no matter who won this week. The work still continues. Four years ago, after the election, I told parishioners this, that nothing changes for the church. The message doesn't change. Jesus Christ is Lord. The kingdom of God is here. The scriptures and our Catholic faith traditions are still going to be taught here. And we will support anything that a candidate and newly elected person does that's in line with the gospel. But we will also oppose anything that is not of God, that is not of life, that isn't respectful. And we can do that loyalty, loyally to our country and to the kingdom of God and to our fellow parishioners. And so, let's be the wise bridesmaids. Let's fill ourselves today with the sacrament. Let's fill ourselves today with the word of God. How do Christians wait for end times? Matthew tells us, listen to the word of God and act on it. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 